of the Nigerian Abroad Podcast. With me today, I have a very special guest, and she goes by the name Pivo Chibundum Chibweze. And today, she has decided to like get her experiences with us, and you know, basically tell you guys her story. So, can you like just give us a little bit of background? Like, what were you doing in Nigeria? How did you decide to come, and what made you decide to move to the United States? Um, I was doing secondary school. <laughs> <laughs> like I never like got to like experience life as a young adult in Nigeria. I left Nigeria at the tender age of sixteen. I was turning yeah. seventeen like few days after, mm-hmm. and I did. I've done my undergrad in the US. I've done my masters, and I'm currently doing my PhD. Um, I didn't write post jam. I wrote jam, but I knew I wasn't gonna use it. I just wrote jam because it was five thousand naira to register, so that was fun. At the time, yeah, I didn't read for jam. Like I had a good score, but I didn't read for it. I was for my SAT, so mm-hmm. right from SS3, I already knew I was going to study abroad, like my parents already made it clear I wasn't going to do like Nigerian system my mom, the motivation back then was not even about like, oh, education was bad because our parents like, did university in Nigeria, mm-hmm. and they had a good um, educational quality, it was more about the time, the time it was going to take to finish, yeah, we had the strikes yeah, so. all the strikes and like the uncertainty and like my parents definitely didn't want me to go to a private university, so mm-hmm. I will apply to any lab. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to change to UNN, University of Nigeria, Sukasa, uh, my family. My mother didn't allow me. <laughs> she was like, all my schools must be in Lagos. I said, I want to go to the east. <laughs> I want to be close to the fa- uh, fatherland. Where I said, which family should that? You know, I actually did that. That was the reason that I wrote my jump in Oka. I didn't write my jump in Lagos. <laughs> my mother said that. I, I was so mad. I wanted to go to University of Nigeria, but my mother was there when I was filling my jam, so I just put it mm-hmm. in lag. And she put it in the last so, like, my plan was to go to, um, what's the name of this, um, Polytechnic in or Auchi. Like, if that didn't fall through, my cousins went there. I've got the name, the acronym, but, like, that all my schools, my, according to my plan, was going to be in the East. In the east. So, I would enjoy mm-hmm. life, you know. <laughs> As an evil girl. As an evil girl. Let evil men come and toast me now. All this, uh, bad with me, I was tired, you know. <laughs> I was always to come and tell me pound and, pounds and dollars. <laughs> my mother did not agree with me, or she didn't see the vision. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I traveled um exactly a year after graduating mm-hmm. from um what do you call this thing? A secondary school. So yeah, started straight up undergrad. Instead, I've not had a break. And <laughs> now when I look back, I'm like undergrad. I I enjoy. I think when I enjoyed myself, like I always tell people, enjoy your enjoy yourself, fool. Because I think what where you go, like you like I wish I did this. I wish I did this. So yeah. I I parted. I parted hard. I no lose guard, but I parted like every part. There was a time that every single party I was going, like even now, say if we go out, we'll use like two months to recover. <laughs> I'll be like, how did I do this? Because I will pass it to two a.m. Go for after party, and I'll still be in my nine a.m. class. Now I can't. It was a stand up by ten a.m. I'm like, hey, God, do my waist, my back. Yeah, it's the waking up that's the issue, ne? Nobody has clothes <laughs> more than me. Like today, I stood up by nine thirty. Guess when my alarm started? Right. Started by eight o'clock. <laughs> Snooze every night, I get snoozing. I use snooze too. You snooze, you snooze, you lose. I'm like, <laughs> when I go to lab, I entered inside majestically <laughs> by 11 o'clock. They're like, huh? I was like, please, let's all focus. I, I, I wasn't going to leave early because I had to like do something by 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But I had to Uber because I was like, there was no time. But I finished everything I needed to do and I carried my bag and I left. Back to, <laughs> you have diverted. Oh my god. But back to the. Let's go do four episodes. <laughs> back to the main um what's the word oh, my english is hard to back to the main yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so i get you i get you <laughs> so you said you had already planned from your ss3 to come to the u.s to the u.s to do your undergrad uh-huh. how did you decide what school you wanted to come to well i never even know the school i just did plan you just did plan plan with no foresight <laughs> <laughs> that's why it took me a year like i wrote my sat and like I didn't want to start applications. It was like the next year I started. Mm-hmm. So like the organization I went 
true like gave me these schools that like gave scholarship mm-hmm. which were hbcus and in case you don't know those are like historically black colleges or universities um going to my hbcu has been like one of the best it sets me for one of the best experience in america because like not only did i grow up in a like did i school in a comfortable place like i had great relationship with my professors because my professors like obviously you will not choose to come to a teaching a black school if you are racist mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i met like very good professors that like made sure the international community was well taken care of yes we have to strive for ourselves but like hbcus makes you have like a personal relationship with your professors which can be achieved everywhere but like it was just like nicer like that's my experience i didn't go to a pwi but yes i enjoyed my hbcu and then it's such a vibe to go to school with all black people like yes he has his moments but like <laughs> hip-hop i got really into trap music and hip-hop like much more like i would say 2017 2018 was a good era mm-hmm. but i really enjoyed the parties because if it's not caribbean it's african mm-hmm. it's not african it's like straight up hip-hop yeah. so like every party was a vibe nobody want to go to hear edm please i'm going home so yeah and then you transitioned to masters that was still an hbc when i covid though my my plan was to go straight to phd but honestly when you see all these things just realize that everything happens for a reason because mm-hmm. if i went straight to doing a phd i won't have like first of all stability because i'm moving to mm-hmm. a new city for phd it takes a while for them to even pay you yeah. so all of those things self would have just been horrible and my passport had expired and i didn't have like a state id even if i had saved you know, expired my passport and nigeria embassy i'm telling you we miss nigeria until you get to that embassy and you'll be like i'm not going back <laughs> home again <laughs> I was so homesick. Yeah. That embassy saw me shaking that day. I said, Pusha, you know that drove us. We drove four hours to ATL, knowing that we're going to drive back that day. We get mm-hmm. there, they say there's no internet service. I say, come again, in the US. <laughs> in the US. I said, we did not even start with, you had to pay for parking. Oh, it's we didn't like pay for your... parking. No, you always want to ask me for parking. When, at one time, they had not started doing that. They had not closed their lot oh. yet. They hadn't closed their lot. That we just parked and were lucky enough to park inside. On one day, we video, come and see different Nigerians <laughs> we were about to beat the consulate they did not beat the guy no they not beat they not beat him our time they beat him like a week after hey yes I when I saw video on Insta vlog and they beat him <laughs> I was like thank god they beat him up the time I was doing too much Rah. it was just I always much. tell people if you are going to renew any of this embassy office book your appointments for a Thursday and mm-hmm. go Thursday and book your return flights for Tuesday for Tuesday <laughs> Because you might have to fight Thursday and Friday, Monday, by the grace of God, they will answer you. Tuesday, you come back home. Let me talk about the light, the light that they never follow. That light oh my God. Over, but that over, it just flies. What's the one thing me now is that my plug, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't like the fact that for you to have a good experience, you have to be a party to corruption. Mm. Because I paid $300 extra for expediting. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, apart from, like, trying to get the biometrics done, apart from that, I got my stuff in one week. Mm-hmm. But everybody else that got that waited three months, they did not get their passports. Me, because yeah, I didn't even get mine until like because it was not even also one week. It was Monday. We did that stuff on Monday. Mm-hmm. Friday, my our stuff was waiting for us in the mail room. Mm-hmm. That's how because where we people we paid to are people that were in charge of mailing. Mm-hmm. Instead of them telling us they're in charge of mailing and setting appointments, they do that thing. They were the ones in charge of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The now that biometrics and the biometrics when you do it like after getting in like after waiting outside and getting inside mm-hmm. and and this is. That's too hot or too cold for this thing, like, and they don't get it. Like, is that too hot to be outside or it's, it's too cold? Yeah, so like, that would be fast. But when it gets inside, they will still come and waste your time and make it like a 30 minutes thing, something that can take like two minutes because all they Maybe need is five minutes max. They, all they need is your fingerprint and your picture. And they your picture need, yeah. I just say this, ah, even for the man to take my picture, the man said, Yeah, a fine girl in my hand, I'm like, take it, take it. <laughs> he was like, Ah, I think your yeah. finger. He was like, Okay, don't press. He was, like, after he would do one finger, him and the other person with G's, so. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> let me do this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, the way they, that picture that they even take it's not what they use in the passports. It's what they use. They changed my own. They didn't change mine. <laughs> they, <laughs> they probably lost your picture. They probably, they probably lost your picture. They didn't change it because you know you have to submit the passports. Oh no, no. that would have made me mad. Yeah. They, they used my picture that they took. 
well, why did I bring passport photographs? Right. You have to submit the passport. So the ones that they took, I was like, why did you guys take it? Because remember, I was wearing like a sleeveless type of this. Now the man was like, oh, I have to wear the jacket on mm-hmm. top. I said, okay, but in that passport, you might not even see that picture there. I don't even know what they did. Back to your master's experience. Make oh god. <laughs> we'll stay on track in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. What was it? That was one name like genetic engineering two. Mm-hmm. But that class you recall molecular dynamics and quantum yeah, <laughs> and quantum <laughs> physics that has nothing to do with me. Because <laughs> why am I doing quantum physics? <laughs> it's the biochem for me. <laughs> That class they said genetic engineering, but I I don't know when I genetically anything because that class was basically protein molecular dynamics and mm-hmm. quantum physics, and I was just like, yeah. I, funny enough, like thank God for like people that like had notes from that older class and everything because mm-hmm. I actually understood that thing, mm-hmm. but now I don't remember, but I actually understood it. Like when our final exam was write everything you know about molecular dynamics, and I wrote five pages. Mm-hmm. I, I it's not that like I wrote when five. Pages. I didn't write five pages in like one day you know when he gives us exams yes, now so cool. i just took mm-hmm. out from like what i had written and just like edited it and wrote like it has a storyline mm-hmm. every because it was everything so i wrote everything i knew and when i saw that five pages i was like i, I was doing like one hour i sent it to him he just emailed me i was like i saw your work beautiful because it's all five pages <laughs> ah, i didn't know i was going to read it a plus a plus <laughs> I know that class was hectic, mm. but I took it online. So even though, like, thank God our exams were take home because if we took that exam in person, <laughs> even plants by the, did you take plants by? Oh, Doctor Chowdhury, I took yeah. it in person. I took it yeah. in person. I drew. <laughs> I drew. Like you know, after like it had because this was it's so funny because I have an experience. It was like I undergrad was like okay, kind of easy to be challenging some exams like biochemistry mm-hmm. and organic mm-hmm. or, organic chemistry and there's some biology classes. But I've never had that Nigerian experience of OBG and theory. Mm-hmm. Draw, list and explain. Yeah. See, I came to masters and, and I was like, running what, mad. Five years after. Yeah, yeah, this is like five plus mm-hmm. years after. Like Doctor Child plans by hotel. This man would tell us that in our we have so many diagrams. He will not come and give us hints that okay, this twenty might come. Mm. After that twenty is only it's four. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so he will not come and learn how to draw. So apart from reading to like answer OBJ and short answer questions, and, like he had OBJ, mm-hmm. he had short answer questions. Yeah. Then we also had theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we also had draw and label. Oh my god! So what yeah, as you are coming for that exam, your head go the horse. If you like say anybody touch like I'm hotter than fire. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see me drawing. You will not be praying to God because it's always like he has like five, you just pick four. Is it you have six, you pick four? You pick four, yeah. So immediately, I don't see when I explain anything. I just first thing I do is to draw. Because you draw So I explain, yeah. yeah. I just draw. So the first time I wrote the exam, we all drew. We didn't explain our diagrams. He was mm-hmm. like, now nah, we should explain. So then I did draw. After I draw, I go now nah, explain pathway before I go now go back to go and do OBJ because that one is easy. I don't have time for that. Is yeah. that drawing? Ah, there's one. Th- I think it was our final exam. Like me and Omotla were drawing. Then our classmate Brandon just answered OBJ short answers, wrote explanation, and dropped it. Mm-hmm. Then Tanisha was like, um, "What's the this boy Brian? You're not drawing. He says he's not drawing. That doctor, doctor can draw it." He was done. He was like, he's done. Like at the end of the day, nobody checks your master's GPA. <laughs> me, I was in that 4.0 until we took um introduction to R bioinformatics. Mm-hmm. And this witch from Yale University, come and give me oh, it's from Yale? He put it from Yale. It's only master's he did in in Yale. So it's not even master postdoc. It's postdoc he did in Yale. It's still something. Yeah. <laughs> the man did not put any of his school in India. He deleted it. It's only Yale. <laughs> It's still something. I went to LinkedIn, deep dive. It's only Yale. <laughs> this guy come and give me A minus. After after because after suffering through Dr. Chowdhury's plants biotech first mm-hmm. semester, I was a Dr. Bagaja and all those his classes that has nothing. Dr. Bagaja <laughs> class <laughs> immunobiology. <laughs> but what we are doing is watching videos. Watching video. You don't learn anything. You watch video and this man will come and ask you questions that is not inside the video. Mm-hmm. He now Dr. Bagaja come and Six, so I'm not even bothered. Where do you go? Where do you go? Like, there's like 70 OBG questions. Mm. 
Communology, but mm-hmm. I took communology in undergrad, so like I was able to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. But people did very bad. It was like he even had to add 20 points, but he will not add exactly for people that had like high school. High school yeah. So not go and get 100 and something. <laughs> over. But I was actually, because I feel like before, if I get like 80 something undergrad, I would have been mad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the higher you go in education, the more appreciative. Because yeah. <laughs> 86, I was happy. Like, why are you expecting to see 59? <laughs> I was like, okay, because some things there I said, tumbon, tumbon. Because <laughs> I, I answer the ones I know, the ones I don't know. If I sit down there, I will still not know it. <laughs> like this one looks okay. He was asking us like the ones I knew. And they were asking me things about like T cells. I'm like, okay. Then when you now start going to TH, I'm like, oh, I only work with T reg, T reg, T reg, T reg. When you ask me T reg, I'm like, oh, sorry, let me make it more specific. <laughs> I let infiltrating T-Reg in type 1 diabetes model. If you ask me if it has to be cancer T-Reg, I don't do ICD. Talk to people that work on cancer cells. Yeah, <laughs> because really. autoimmunity is like opposite of cancer. Like, what you don't want in cancer, we want it. I'm mm-hmm. like, don't talk to me. I do. No, only autoimmunity. Because if you ask me in lupus, I'm like, sorry, type 1 <laughs> diabetes, T1D. <laughs> like, it was challenging, like, that second year. Because then we, ha- we are in person. So, like, mm-hmm. sign writing exam again in person. But that first year, take home, it could, like, talk to your friends, take time to think about the answer. But that in person was challenging. It was very challenging for me. But I pulled through. Should I my first, like, those that those exams I always have exam every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's Dr. Chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every two chapters, and then at the end, it's these three chapters. But the good thing was that he never did cumulative because mm-hmm. that man does cumulative, Everybody would he would have not been <laughs> <laughs> to see today. So, because his work was a lot. Well, master's was a good experience for me because, like, I didn't have to pay for my master's, it was paid for, mm-hmm. and not only was it paid for, like, my tuition and fees, they also paid me. They gave was like a mini stipend and then <laughs> I didn't have to like pay um, for accommodation Rent. because I worked for the school and I also got like a mini stipend. Like in reality, I wasn't making much but like I didn't have bills apart from like my grocery and my personal stuff mm-hmm. and that's when I saved my mini fortune. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I survived when you had to like move to a new place for PhD, start yeah. renting. Nobody prepares you for that. Like PhD will only pay you for your rent and your feeding and grocery. Like it won't pay you for vacations like and they won't pay you enough to save it's only you that has to like put yourself on a street thing but i always say it like ask yourself talk to someone that is in the program you want to do or something similar i'll say anybody that is in pharmacy school medical school phd and give them their flowers and then if you see people that are in phd hug us because we don't <laughs> have summers we honestly do not have summers off like i'm not explaining me that i'm even traveling because I'm, I'm escaping i'm escaping mm. to run away like public holiday today ah i'm out because <laughs> and i have i'm still about to, now you have to make sure that you don't have a living anything you're not leaving anything behind yeah only for them to done. break the news to me today that now i have a mouse colony to take care of i just looked at them like how dare you i'm still a young girl i'm like i just a baby <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're like oh yeah you need to make sure that the breeders do this i was just like hey i really? thought i've escaped it yeah. we don't normally do it normally we have people that manage the stuff if we are managing a particular colony that colony has to be very special mm-hmm. like you are using like it's a new one like well our new lab tech just come, came out from undergrad mm-hmm. so she's going it's going to take her a while to get the hang of it so just imagine her coming out and she, then she has to be genotyping for different colonies i'm like oh my god i think we have like 30 something active mice colonies so like she would have been overwhelmed mm-hmm. so we have to share the duties with her mm-hmm. well that's it so now i have to be thinking if i'm traveling somebody needs to go and check if my mice is alive as i went downstairs one is sick I had to kill that one. The other one has to go on like antibiotic, antibody water. Because mm-hmm. it was so sick. And according to like, if you work with animals in the US, you'll notice like, shy vertebrates, not all animals. Well, mice is one of them. I work with mice. And like, when they get that sick, he couldn't even move. Oh my God. It's like, Indonesia, you have to kill the mice. Like, they, are, they can't be in pain. Yes, they I can't be in pain. <laughs> I, uh, I, I cook, will not find it funny with <laughs> They can't be in pain. And I think they are sick. We check they're not diabetic so because mm-hmm. they don't get diabetic 
immediately. So like maybe there's an infection somewhere. They're probably just sick. He was so I thought he was dead. Hmm. Like you know the way you pick up a mice, like the mice he wasn't running around. He was on his foot. Yeah. So when he moved, when he now moved the stairway, we're like, oh my god, he's actually alive. Then we picked him. Picked, I picked him out. Like oh my god, he didn't resist. He didn't shake. Put him in the cage back in the new cage. He didn't move for like fifteen. Like he didn't move after I moved him to the new cage to I sacked him. And yes, we sack. We don't. When I say kill the mice, I meant to say sack. We don't strangle them. We just like yeah. it's a nice day. We see you too. Yeah. We did the humane way. So, so, so you've been to an HPCU and you've been to a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution, and you've seen the two different educational systems. Would you say like your education in your HPCU, both undergrad and masters, help is helping you now with your PhD life? Honestly, I think nothing can help you with the PhD life. <laughs> 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 no matter what anybody tells you, nothing. No, like yeah, class wise, class wise. You still have to take some classes here. I never knew that. It's the same thing everywhere that you do graduate program. You think you know this. And all the things you learned in undergrad, they will teach you in one class. Mm. You will say chapter one, so, so, and so, 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 and so. It's like a crash course, refresher, everything. In that one hour, 30 minutes. Every single thing that they dedicately touch, like when I learned compliment system, it took us two weeks to do compliment system. They went to... um, In undergrad. In undergrad. Mm. Now, nah, I learned in 10 minutes. <laughs> they didn't even talk to us. They just played the video on compliments and then she now explained this real quick. C1 will come. Like, it's not even start from C1. It start from like um, 5, then 3, before 7, 8, 9, before mm-hmm. it's now go back to C1. I'm like, see, because the way they would teach us in undergrad, they think that that's the last school. Honestly, yeah. when you teach you, like, it happens. It's not an important thing. It shall happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, wow. Nothing really pre- prepares you. Like, even when I took advanced immunology, that was advanced biology one when i took advanced biology two which is more like paper reading based like reading mm-hmm. papers i'm like you start learning about so many procedures that you have never learned and it's so funny because you work people that second year third years were in that class but in areas that science is yes when you do phd you're getting experience in one field mm-hmm. but even in that your field it's just a niche of a niche of a niche i guess an experience in you not get doma in other <laughs> niche because it's like immediately oh yes i do western blots i don't I don't understand this result. Oh, yeah. I do flow. I understand this result. Uh-huh. I don't. Oh, I work with T-Rex. Okay, this paper is interesting to me. Then I see something about a different type of B cells. Or I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. I don't know what this is about. Like everything was new. But end of the day, like most people that work with viruses, I'm like, I've not worked with a virus. Like talking about MC gas and the C gas. Um, of course, on that pathway. I was like, okay, this is interesting. The person that worked in the virus lab understood it. I was like, ah. Eh, going on but after on like he has to like still like try that's when you don't know when you're reading every, every two lines you'll be like you go and do mini research on like what is this how does it work why we are why are they investigating yeah, this yeah, yeah. that's why introductions are so important like a good paper I always say like it has to have a good introduction that somebody doesn't have a background yeah, we understand like why are you doing this research mm-hmm. you know, research is not for the week why did you even decide to do grad school after undergrad I wanted to do grad school because because mm-hmm. my what do you call it? I did biology, and for my career path, mm-hmm. um, if you come out with just an undergrad, you're going to be really undermined. Mm-hmm. It's more like people want to know that you have don't have extensive knowledge in what you're doing. People even look down on people that have like master's degree, just a master's. Like, you, but I mean, your undergrad was pretty extensive. My like undergrad you were working in research, research labs. labs. Mm-hmm. It was extensive, though, but like even people that had the same experiences like going out there you just be lab tech mm. or for a company and like do you really want that even people that do masters too like that's where you are unless you're like even in bioinformatics company mm. it's gonna take a while to go gradually even as a PhD student like <laughs> yes yeah you have to PhD it's just like a it just matters like yes PhD they probably won't put you in the lowest position mm-hmm. you'll be like a senior scientist yeah. or senior advocate scientist whatever they want to call it but you won't be like a scientist alone because of then like you'll be running your own lab Basically. You won't run your 
own lab or used to be under like people running like specific projects Mm -hmm. but that's where i'm not even asking myself because the way i'm getting traumatized by this phd experience having to run experiments back to back i'm asking myself do i want to go straight into the industry (laughs) i know for sure for sure i'm not the academia hey people like you want to be a professor Mm -mm. i say no i'm not just saying to you no like the statistics even show like only 20 percent of PhD students will go into academia mm-hmm. the rest of us go into different aspects industry is not when attractive i'm looking at scientific communication yeah i was going to say i'm looking at to do that do you want to do like a qc like quality control type of thing? i love it yeah i love it because <laughs> I, I, I i'm looking i want to do a role that is hybrid is not fully in person i don't want to like still be stuck on i have to be in the lab if i need to call me monday tuesday i do monday tuesday i'm hybrid for the rest like i'm online to answer questions mm-hmm. if i need to come in and run experiments i will if i don't need to i'm not there because mm-hmm. that day to day because i won't feel bad for professors because i can't even be mad at professors when they say oh you can only do like um four weeks two weeks break because they themselves are always in the lab yeah. i respect professors that are always in the lab not professors that are mia like professors that my professor is there from 8 a.m most likely to three or 4 p.m so mm-hmm. i cannot come myself saying that oh she's not even around that and not only are they around sometimes they run their experiments themselves mm-hmm. so you have to respect that and be like okay this person is still working hard for what they have passion for but very few people have passion to like run a lab i don't have any sub- subjects um, i feel like i want to run for the rest of my life that's yeah. my problem it's, I not get bored. it's also the grant writing because mm. a big part of their work is figuring out how to get money and me i'm but, like you don't want to pay me leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> like it's always writing grants like they want to help them and find papers i was like oh my god i have a going on but okay i'll find these papers mm-hmm. i feel like phd is like an underpaid job and an underpaid full-time plus overtime because sometimes it's like let me just sleep then you just sleep 2 a.m you just see yourself perusing mm-hmm. looking around even the moments where i don't even read papers for like a month yes, i'm thinking. just like i'm thinking yeah. i need to find this i'm finding papers that you want specific to what you're looking for is so hard you will never find it but like you have to find something close by mm-hmm. it's just so a experience, yes. Before we would be like, I didn't PhD, it was smart. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> but now, when I say I didn't PhD, I say, yes, so I'm suffering, but yes, thank you. Compliment me. Compl- I deserve it. <laughs> Compliment me. I already said this, this PhD, like, all the graduation were like, okay, yeah, whatever. But this PhD graduation, I can't cry. Mm. I think anybody that think I would just start weeping. I don't even think. Because some people now, but people that graduate are like, ah, when you get there, you just like, it's already here, like, you'll not really be hurt. I I'll be hyped though mm-hmm. because when I remember when I look back on the things that I've done and what I don't like about PhD is like it's so easy for you to seem dumb like like everybody else in the lab like a second year has had so much experience apart from you you don't even know what's going on like there's so many pro- I've never done up to like one tenth of the procedures of my lab mm-hmm. and every other time like your PI will forget and be like oh go and do this you always have to ask your senior okay for this step how do you do it because this protocol will just say talk <laughs> am I throwing on ice? Am I throwing in water bath? Yeah. No, like he has to ask questions. And he has to not be, like, don't be afraid to ask questions because at the end of the day, the most dumbest questions will save you from making a mistake. mistake. And you will make mistakes. <laughs> you like my freshman year my, that's my first year I was very like my classes my school I didn't do anything apart from that Saturdays like they were having homecoming party in the mm-hmm. lawn and me I was outside library writing my um, lab reports comprehensive lab reports I was not smiling <laughs> like girl I was ready for this mm-hmm. I did this thing only for my classmates to be like oh can you send it to me one guy sent it to him do you know that this this was the funniest thing that happened to me and I was so mad only for him to like I sent it to him only for him not to like because for our lab for our biology lab which is like a one credit class you have to write a project that we did but you write your own from your own perspective your own lab reports a very big lab report not the small one was supposed to write yeah. this person did not even because it was like a three weeks lab this yeah. person did not even like bother he just removed my because obviously he was not I, I was not in his group he just puts his own data there and did not even change the introduction or anything only tweaked something then him he not sent it to somebody mm-hmm. that person so, <laughs> so confused <laughs> 
so my lab tech she was so good so she knew it was my work mm-hmm. and she knew the two of them copied from me so from me she minus five i was still i had like 90 something so i was still like probably like 89 mm-hmm. so when i saw 89 i was like oh that's fair it was now when i left lab and then i then opened the other pages because now you have cover cover page yeah. that she not put minus i was like why i had to email her and she was like we called to see me oh i literally was so mad because i even had to find a witness that was there when i sent to the boy mm-hmm. the boy now came and said yes she sent to she was like she's not going to remove give me my mark back but she wants it to be a lesson to me that she never like share my work with people mm-hmm. she was like next time open your computer let them retreat mm-hmm. don't send it to them but people will always like so that time people will like, send me that report my that report i will never send it to you i will send you something no. but yes. i will rem- I will, no it's my own no i will remove the key things that they i will send you a draft that did not have the things i added and i went to go and do further research mm-hmm. which is why i learned how to do lab reports right because they had two lab techs one lab tech whatever she gives you for like procedure and introduction people you could type the same thing back to her but my lab tech was saying look for your own introductional references right and like you can use some of her work but like you can hire that's how i learned how to write lab reports mm-hmm. like you have to go the extra mile to do all of those things but i learned though the hard way not to trust not to trust people <laughs> plagiarism is very very serious over here they will run your thing through turn it in to see whether you copy it straight from a website you can't try that with them like yeah. you will get expelled or get a fail in the class people don't play so many professors don't play with that i also like teach you to start thinking and writing things in your own words but that's stressful too but the worst part is for science no three words can be the same and for science that's so frustrating because of there's some procedures you cannot explain yeah. without putting the three words some some procedures is only three words exactly or even four mm-hmm. <laughs> will i come and change the name of rna sick or something like that there's nothing i can do but that one aspect i learned how to like start to think for myself for how to take the extra amount to make my work good i started going out more sophomore year when i calmed down then i started adulting i always say this, my perspective is i won't say i'm more liberal but i i'm not i'm a christian but i don't i'll say most times i just see things from people's point of view and i don't take things i feel like i'm a christian but i'm not an extremist mm. nigerian culture like takes religion to the extreme this they become like extremists and then they forget one thing in the bible where to say like love is the greatest commandment of all like there's some things that people do it's not it, like yes i feel like i was once you my own main thing the bible says if you're bro, if you sit in the seat of like sinners you're partaking in their sin mm-hmm. so me i do not sit in the seat of sinners i always say it like i do not sit in the seat of sinners but i'll be like i know what you're doing is the same if you ask me i will tell you mm-hmm. but if you not ask me all i can do is pray for you but i will not be there participating let's making it seem like i'm partaking or concur with it mm. so i always like detach myself i'm not saying i'm doing eye service or anything you will know yeah. if i don't do this i don't do it everybody knows you can't force me to do it no matter the english you want to speak me too i'm also someone that is very strong-willed i will not do it mm-hmm. do your worst <laughs> so that's how life should be don't let anybody like conform you and the bible says do not be conformed by the world like stand your ground that's one thing i had to learn in america stand your ground yeah. but i i like the present mentality i have i like because of i came here it's not like i lost my principles from nigeria but it's like i merged the two of them so like evolved evolved and like i'll say if i was nigeria i'll probably like have a different perspective on some things mm-hmm. once some people say some things i'm like okay can't you not think about it like this mm-hmm. it's actually not that serious honestly one thing that i know me and my mom go back and forth is like piercings i'm like i don't have extra piercings on my body but i would if i don't if i was afraid you know that i was afraid of like pain but i yeah. would but i won't i don't like when they say oh it makes you seem like a prostitute i'm like even the israelites had nose piercings and the nose piercings wasn't that one dot it was a whole hoop hearing <laughs> that was connected to their ear and when the people of israel left egypt one of the commandments that god gave them was pack all your jewelry <laughs> and your nose rings is there oh. yes most people do that so probably like maybe people in the world do that but me i'm not doing it for that but when i was like 19 since people would tell me my mommy has not sent me pocket money i'm like which pocket money am i waiting for sending me pocket money working on campus jobs sometimes too to mm-hmm. have this thing and i i don't like this thing people will be like oh my god you're rich oh mm-hmm. i'm like i've been saving since undergrad undergrad i didn't want savings but my masters are really saved and phd i'm still saving but when i do things i can afford them mm-hmm. i'm affording them you don't know the sacrifices i'm making and don't come and make it seem like oh i hear people be like oh who's sponsoring you i said i wish honestly <laughs> 
Maybe like maybe I should come my own back there to mm. find boyfriend that will sponsor or something. If you have a partner that's willing to pay for some things, that's wonderful. But many people here are thriving for like their own coin. Yeah. And like lots of expert planning, lots of strategizing to enjoy yourself. Because mm-hmm. I would also say like PhD is one thing I learned before I was started that somebody someone was giving advice and she was like, No one makes you happy before you start a graduate program. Because mm-hmm. it's those things you need to fall back on to get your sanity you back. Can, yeah. So, know how you read. Are you a morning person or are you an afternoon person? Me, I'm a lab person in the morning and afternoon. I like being in the lab. Let me get this thing done. If I know I'm going to have a long day, I'd rather be there to say, let me get it done. Mm-hmm. When it comes to reading, I don't want to be in the lab. I want to be in my house mm-hmm. doing that. When it comes to typing, let me go and be, I will say in my house, but it's deceived. It's, deceived. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole deceit. <laughs> I will not do shit. Yeah, I, say, I, I, I will not come and say, yeah. I can't do it with, with, with TV. TV. <laughs> with TV. <laughs> you watch TV I see you second line. I say I'm very efficient. I do with TV like you don't know. This is the the lab. When I have to type, like you know when I like do some sometimes you need to type like you know mm-hmm. sometimes like you you be so fast to figure out a protocol, you know, online protocol. Yeah. You have to write it out. Like me, I'm writing and when I write a protocol for myself, I don't write it for the lab because I'll be doing things like you will go to control bar, <laughs> click action. <laughs> Action, click conjugation. So when you see it, I'm like, I'm like, it's my personal it's protocol because pe- I will forget how to. I don't. Because if I come and say do optimization, I don't know where, <laughs> where the tab is. <laughs> so leave me alone. I'm something alone because I need it. Because like, okay, this protocol everybody does. Like when we harvest cells, you have to like clean the cells. I have to write my own with myself. Mm-hmm. I say put fifty ml of mass, and I have to put the reason why, so I understand. Like because yeah. sometimes when you are troubleshooting, I think that's also me with like ratio. I hate when I'm saying ratio. Why? <laughs> Why? What is the actual volume? Like, tell me what the actual. I'm like, oh, this antibody is one to five hundred. So what stock? What's the stock we have in the lab? Why are we using that? I'm like, please explain to me. And they'll be like, oh, everybody just uses um eight ml of max. Why? Why exactly? Like me, I will ask you why because there's a day I will make him. There's a time I made a mistake by almost simulating the wrong cells. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to know. Okay, I put this thing in there. Simulation takes five hours to work. I put this in there. Ten minutes is not enough time for the thing to be simulated. So what do I do? Mm-hmm. Spin down the cells, aspirate, wash them, spin them down again, and aspirate, and you have gotten that whole wrong concentration that you put in there out. Because if you don't know, okay, simulation works like in five hours. I was just like crying that sports myself. Like, <laughs> bro, you just need to start thinking fast. I always tell, I always say, is you make mistakes, and sometimes I feel like crying, but like, I'm, I've cried all the tears before. Like, my first week of PhD, I cried because I felt so dumb. Mm-hmm. And you feel dumb. You constantly feel dumb. Yeah. And it's good to feel dumb. Because I'm, I just realized in PhD, you feel like you know it all. You honestly do not. Even in 50 years, you ask them, they'll be like, huh. I don't know. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? Does this hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> never thought about it. Even a postdoc at this point. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows anything. Like, <laughs> even your um, PI wouldn't even know. That's the crazy Maria always says it. She's like, we know that this. She's like, if us, we don't even know. Because like, we don't even know. We think, we believe, mm-hmm. we assume. There's postulations. Like, it's just accept that's like yeah. it's then again in the beginning i was like oh my god phd four years i want to be out <laughs> after my first semester i was like ah five years now i'm reconciling with like you know five years five and some months <laughs> <laughs> because you'll be like ah, my phd i want to suffer come every single day mm. you'll be one thousand no, like one day i did not go to lab i literally laid down on this bed i had to go apartment touring though but like there's some days that i'm like if i go what am i going to do mm-hmm. and there's some days that I just need to only do one thing. I'm not going early. Like, it can wait. But don't not be intimidated by the workaholics. There's, there's somebody in my lab that she's can be running five experiments in a week, and I did not ask her because even like there's somebody in my lab like that, like my other graduate students, the ones, mm-hmm. the senior ones. Mm-hmm. She was she presented the lab meeting and she she was talking about all the controls she was using and everything. Then they, we came back and the postdoc was like, our one already graduated, she's mm-hmm. leaving end of the month. She was like, why are you doing all of this with this knockouts like this? The mice, all the controls she was using they were like it's so unnecessary because to attend her start cutting it out cut it out remove it she was like nah they were just like oh, okay oh. 
girls that workaholic so but then again they have to ask them like your pi wants you to use like six different minds you have to be the ones to be like no i'm only going to do two and this is why i'm only going to do this two because i believe from this one i can draw conclusions on how it's going to be on the other one you need to become more assertive because the pi's will use you so you too you have to like you have to fight back because <laughs> they'll always be like okay and then choose what you want mm-hmm. my pi will be like oh can we run it to day 14 i spoke to the student she was like from day seven there's no difference the everything is easy the only frustrating part about starting an experiment on that day is the fact that when you are sorting cells that cell sorter will say today I will do 6 hours mm. because once you clean up by 12 that cell sorter literally it was by 7 o'clock I was done and to place the cells very very fast in 30 minutes you have plated all the cells put inside incubator but that 6 hours you will cry because you can't even start making media because you need the cells to be ready to count the cells for plating like it's like stand still so me what I mm-hmm. do do everything I need to do once the cell sorter I just arrange my iPad when it's time Okay, I watch film. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, be checking every like two or three minutes. I look at it, make sure everything is looking right. So I continue watching my film because cause you can't eat in those in that lab. Yeah, they work in LCM. In my lab, you can eat mm-hmm. because we we don't work with bacteria. We don't want virus. We can eat in our lab. And the what the trade off we did is that we don't carry our mice ever to the lab. We always mm-hmm. kill our mice in the mice room because we don't. So nothing. Not if you're carrying it, it's just cells. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Everything is killed. Everything is dropped downstairs. We come upstairs. Yeah, so we can eat in the lab. My other lab. When I was rotating, you can't eat though because of like the pathogens you work with. You can't even bring water inside. You can't bring, but my own, you can do everything. What don't you do there? But most times, we don't want to eat on your day. She just carries. But the lab where the cell sorter is, they work with the virus, which is airborne, so they won't advise. I've heard stories and I'm sure you've also heard stories of people that you know their relationship with God or if they're Muslims like they're devout Muslims in Nigeria but then when they come here mm-hmm. it just changes everything no matter right. if you're in Nigeria oh, that means whatever you are doing in Nigeria was not religion it was I service it was I service it lets you also know like me when I came because of when I'm in Nigeria my mother would be like oh let's go for a video digging deep then I used to teach children choreography oh my god mm-hmm. I'll go to church Saturday. So like church was like my church was literally two minutes walk from my house. Who is doing all these things? Who is taking you for doing deep on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. It's even online. I think then that's why you now have to start like being practical. Everybody does things that work for them. For me, I do my morning devotion. Walking to the bus stop is present worship. Inside the bus is doing my U version, like my verse for the day, what yeah. they have to say, and then praying according to their stuff. Then doing the your Bible devotional, Bible in one year, whatever way you're currently doing is nice. But I like things that when I, I like U version Bible because then you can choose plans for five days mm-hmm. that's specific for what you're currently passing through. Okay. Like if I have anxiety that week, I'm reading verses about how to calm down and what i even realized in this page is that how you start your day is very important because when yeah. i start my day with christ and i'm like and i'm already talking about oh worry i already have a verse for like my worry a verse for my anxiety mm-hmm. i get there whatever i'm going through i'm like i'm fine it is well i know who is with me is everything is in control because there's so many times i've watched experiments but when i get to analysis stage i'm like oh actually Ooh. not bad yeah. Yeah. Actually, like, <laughs> like, i can draw conclusions from you okay mm-hmm. yeah you look nice Oh, oh! I'm like, is that my staining? <laughs> like, I, I stain. Like, oh my god! So I'm like, them. please let us not let us not even bother ourselves or worrying about the things we cannot change. That's the sort of like reconciling myself. Mm. So that's one thing. No religion. I already said it's like we said in the biggest eye service. Like if you are doing for other people to see, and now there's nobody for you to impress, it's to suffer. Yeah. But if you're doing for yourself, <laughs> I'm really so good. Like it should help me. I seen about that. I go to club so innocently. Like I don't smoke, I don't drink. I'm just going there to dance. But then I'm like, hey, that's just secular music. But then again, my God sees my heart. But let us be real. I was saying this thing where somebody was saying that secular music, listening to secular music, is very problematic. Oh, see, let us be real. Let us be real. Whatever your ears are windows, I say your eyes are windows to the soul. Your ears are so windows to your soul. <laughs> When they say close your eyes, watch what you look at and be careful what you watch. Also, be careful what you listen to. Yeah. But this life, eh, I just want to listen to new song. New song just fine. My Instagram hours have been cutting back because I be so busy. And when I come back home, I don't want to even put phone. Like I just want to look at it. Yes. So my Instagram time is not like on a Saturday. The devil will not come and remind me of doing Sunday service. Yeah, I'm not checking. Just close my phone. I said, God, no, 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 no. No, it's very like they say. Oh, no, 
listen to pastor preaching just see what christ mm. is saying god will help us through this this life i'm not i say christianity is a personal risk but there's something that's not like ourselves about that and the only spirit is understand just tell him that please please help me out <laughs> <laughs> to round up would you advise anybody coming to like what what's your advice for people coming either for grad school or from for nigeria undergrad? me one thing i always tell people when people tell me like they're coming to the us or uk europe home, my first question is what's your plan mm-hmm. and really i say it is that hey this country is not a nice place if you don't have like me i know i have friends that oh yeah i'm destitute people i can stay with mm-hmm. but then again like if you're coming straight from nigeria people will be like i have an uncle i say hey <laughs> our family members we we, we <laughs> desire i don't have to say dissolve you they would accommodate you for a year or two years so how for you to have your foot in people will be like oh i got admission i'm coming to square scholarship but you don't have money for room and board, room and board. i'm yeah, like okay let's feed in something because the food here you're going to have to like it takes time to adjust because yeah. today there's no cafeteria that there's nobody that goes to school here even americans too that likes cafeteria yeah, food yeah you and that cafeteria food you eat small you don't be adding pounds and dollars and importing <laughs> everything but you have to like make sure that what is your plan even as an adult since you're coming from masters masters is even worse why because most masters you have to pay out of pocket for yourself mm-hmm. so you are paying for school fees or room and board and you're feeding if you can't work outside campus if you're working outside campus it's illegal and if you get caught you'll be deported mm-hmm. so my other stage is you know that us might not be your answer you might have to go to like a country in europe that is much more favorable or has lesser school fees mm-hmm. and also like probably has like healthcare for all as it's in europe healthcare is free <laughs> literally i went to dermatologist the man did not even see, he didn't touch any part of my body just i know what it is <laughs> i just see a bill of 300 and i have insurance <laughs> i said god oh my god well like now and i said i was like all these things i don't want to go the people will be like just go go and fight then you'll be like it's useless because if i just stayed in my house i would have come to the same conclusion mm-hmm. i'm just like please <laughs> healthcare here is just a way to make money so don't be careful for me my advice is have a plan try to save i'm not even saying that if you if you don't have money to save or anything the main thing is like make sure you're going to a school that has scholarship and is giving you room and board yeah because if you have room and board which is like feeding room and scholarship also need to make sure that like you have it all year round if you don't have it all year round make sure that you are actively looking for on campus job or if it's not on campus job you can look for like an area position like to go to stay on campus or if your school allows you to students stay on campus or also look for internships like look for opportunities for you to like earn money because it's tight do you advise anybody to come in with a skill ah yes so if only i could so <laughs> that's true everybody say hairdresser i can make hair that's true if only i could so a lot of nigerians for day lows if only i could so which one of ones I was talking about we need someone that can sew that the person will use to open business because yeah. if only I could sew I'm someone that likes Ankara pieces to get Ankara here is not hard I can ship it mm-hmm. but the sewing is the problem that's why all those ones of this with Diana all those people that have all those things they're making a lot of money you don't even realize Offering. Oh, Offering. they're making money mm-hmm. if you can sew so I'm telling you one guy one dress something done I'm like hey <laughs> Something that cannot pass twenty dollars in my my tailor sewing suit. <laughs> no, if I could sew, I would say sewing is one of the skills for guys. Like, hmm, if you can bag hair very well, no be skin. No. If you know how to do like the right <laughs> the right fade <laughs> and the cut and the shaping, yeah, yeah. you do well. Hairdressing is also a very good skill. If you are someone that is very good, like I'm, like patient, cause I would say it's, I know how to make it, but I'm not patient. I feel lucky. Mm. So and you have to be like be gentle. You will make money. Try hairdressing. If you can do it on the side. What again? What other skills do you have? Baking. Cake. Oh yeah, if you are someone that likes to cook, catering, you actually do yeah, well. Especially in Utah. Utah, like people that don't places that are not overpopulated with Nigerian populations, you will make money. Not go to Texas. Go to Texas. Yeah. Yo, yo. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Southwest will push you out. I will say. Have you seen somewhere branch? Something has like tough shop. Please don't even play with them. Also, they said baking so like people with baking and kitchen is kind of like goes hand in hand the one thing i will not tell you is don't come here with salesman skills come up with selling clothes nobody's gonna answer you mm. nobody's gonna answer you at all because clothing is already pretty cheap if you actually have someone that is very 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 
good as a mechanic, you make money though. Oh yeah. And like handyman skills that we really take for granted in Nigeria will make you money. But I'm like when I think about plumbing, like when you're a plumber or something, mm-hmm. just like the plumbing system in America is kind of different. So you mm-hmm. may have to like do a crash course and that. But carpentry, carpentry like if you're someone that knows how to make like furniture from scraps, like you'll be able to make money. If you're someone that knows how to do like all those DIY and you know like if you're a handyman that knows how to do landscaping, carpentry, you can actually make money by landscaping people's houses. Or if you know how to like install new marbles or how to like get things out of the house and like reshape a kitchen, you make money. Mm-hmm. Electricians make money. Now all these things we take for granted in Nigeria are very, very sought after skills because people many people are not electricians in the US. And every apartment complex is looking yeah, for an electrician on call. Yeah. Like if you can if I want a locksmith, you know how to like change locks and if somebody's locks has not to open it, you make money. Mm-hmm. Now all these things like yes, if you are skillful, learn it and bring it you will make money all you just need to do is like find your niche and market it don't be afraid to talk about it tell people people will actually find in that by the time you brand it it's over that's the magic word yeah everything is organic everything is organic would, i was talking to my own like someone in my lab she does um deodorant she wants to do deodorant she was like all the deodorant that is to say aluminum free aluminum will not do anything to you mm. Just want to put aluminum free, magnesium only. It's brand name. It's like, oh my god, aluminum cancer. Cancer. It's not proven. Aluminum not cause cancer. And my people are just tripping. So the marketing, as you said, marketing you can brand your thing. People will be buying. Once you see, if you come up, act vegan. Hey, money. Because <laughs> everybody wants to save the eggs. Or like I said, eco friendly things like that. Or oh, what was the other one? Recyclable. Mm. Recyclable materials. Mm. Mm. People are making money. Shy from if you're someone that even like if you had a business in Nigeria, like if you had hair business, you can bring it over and continue. I bring so- it over. I'll take your pictures. If so, if you're someone that knows how to order things right from all those AliExpress, Alibaba, you can actually like continue. You don't have to order like from the right vendors in China. Mm-hmm. You can start opening your businesses. Like people will buy as long as it's good quality. That's the main thing. And uh, yeah, I tell people if you're doing business, don't be shy. <laughs> be wrong <again. laughs> give everybody your card if you're doing, oh my god I can't believe he's so cute I don't want to give him my card yeah just wasting time <laughs> give them your card they may not use it but they might be able to refer somebody to you I miss the food. I don't. I, I think that's what everybody's gonna say. Food. <laughs> I miss the food. I miss the food. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like I've seen jollof rice here, different jollof rice. One one that there's one side one made jollof rice. It almost tastes like pasta jollof. I I was so happy. Like I need to eat pasta jollof. I need to eat roast side food. There's this thing my boyfriend's always telling me. There's this puff puff that they sell inside that glass. It's not really puff puff. It's like one of that glass they put it on their head. That yeah. There's kind of white egg inside. The, sometimes there's eggs. Sometimes there's no egg. But it's not brown. Yes. Yeah, it's not brown. Yeah, it's light pink. And it's it's this and the one that is sweet is the one that is thank you. The one that the one that has to be sweet is the one that I've been more than one month inside the case. It's not fresh one. It's old one. Bruh, I need to eat it. I need to eat a uh, you know when buy a uh, you know cassava that they sell with coconuts inside the nylon. Mm-hmm, ah, mm-hmm. or oh, all those like once it is super yogo. I've said this when I enter like this, I'm going to buy ice cream. Mine because is farm fresh yogurt. Yeah, I'm buying super <laughs> yogo. I'm missing farm fresh. They say bobo is missing. Can you imagine bobo? Bobo. They say there's no, it's no more. Yeah. Hey, what kind of life is this? But I say lacassera. Like I, I want lacassera like is good. Like ah, I want to eat lacassera. Like I've already said it. When I want to take, I want to what I want to first do, take limka <laughs> and buy a gege bread with butter and sit down by the gutter. <laughs> I am not going to my house and tear it. And it's not meant to like put me, you know how you put drink from bottle, you put your lips on mm-hmm. like one side. No, mm-hmm. I'll use my own mouth to cover the whole bottle. <laughs> when I remove it, I'll just <laughs> it's a sweet with that. And go to where bricklayers are working and mama put is there. Because bricklayer oh mama my puts is to hit. That's just so. <laughs> okay, I have specifications. Then I used to go to a woman by the one side of the road buying, I used to buy corn. Mm-hmm. Then corn with pia. Yeah. Serious pia. I don't want corn that is, I want corn that looks like it has been through a lot. Very dry. You wonder when I finish, I will have cough. <laughs> That's the corn I want. <laughs> That's the kind of corn I want. 
I do, I'm not going to hygiene. I shall know that I will put, but that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. My put, like, you know that one, my put that the egg that I'll do like two weeks' birthday inside this room. That's the event actually finished this year. I think they just do add on top. <laughs> I don't think they do. They are new every morning. I, hey, that's true. You know, like, I need to eat food that is Ajinomoto to cook. Child. Yeah. When I come back, I will just do the toss. <laughs> the toss. Like, this is a food. It's a food and vibe. Like, I, I never partied in Lagos. Like, I want to, but I want to do it safely. Why do you go and party in Lagos? I would like you that you went to go and party in Lagos. I want to go to Quillox. <laughs> I went for you in Lagos. I know that I said that. I never have in my house. I want to go to I want to pass in Lagos and I want to go to Obudu Cattle Ranch. And I actually want to do Lagos. I heard like Lot is actually very beautiful. I know, not now. Not I, obviously. I, I, see, I, my friend <laughs> went to Nigeria and everything. She was all shouting. Please don't take me. They will kidnap me. I said, ah. <laughs> everything they will kidnap me. I said, who told you? Are you? Are you? Um, like who knows you? Like they want to kidnap you. Safe you never know. I said, anyway, that's like one of the things I, I feel like I'm going to be paranoid because I feel like if I get stuck in traffic, I can have a mental breakdown. Mm. I believe so. Like, I strongly believe that I might have a mental breakdown in traffic. Especially if there's no good data and there's no power bank, I'm ready to die. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do all those five hours. I'd rather travel early in the morning. I already said if I'm doing stuff in the island, I'd rather just lodge somewhere in the island for a week and just know. Because mm-hmm. if I enter inside, in fact, look at my 30 minutes traffic, I'm already having anxiety. Because <laughs> I cannot, I'm like, what's going on? What is going on because what will I pee and you know that's one thing I found different yeah. when you come here they're like oh traffic is so bad but the traffic is moving <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about the mobility oh it's moving my gallbladder is not what it was in Nigeria in Nigeria I could be inside traffic six hours pee will not catch me now 30 minutes I'm like oh my god I don't want to pee I will die <laughs> I will have to actually pee inside the car oh my god I don't know I can't I, I don't want to imagine it like I don't want to imagine it at least mm. I'm like that's one thing that's that's one of the things scares me a lot about like going back mm-hmm. and me i feel like what's going to crack me up is when i go back and then i talk to my friends of people and then they start forming accents to me <laughs> people actually listen to me and they say i have an accent i'm like actually i don't it's just exactly how i sound listen i was in nigeria i mean it's slightly yeah so honestly yeah, i'm like eh? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, thank you, you don't have an accent. I'm like, I, I my formative years was in Nigeria, <laughs> where in Nigeria. Yeah, so, like, yeah, there's yeah. no way I'm going to, like, switch up like that. It's not even, like, the, if it's, like, they were formative the accent, and actually sound like so accent. That's different. <laughs> but the ones that would be doing, err. What's the final question? Uh, the Nessal, the Nessal accent. I'm like, oh, my God, please stop it. It's like, you know, <laughs> And one thing I miss about Nigeria is my pigeon. Growing up, my pigeon was very good, but now my pigeon, like people always tease me that my pigeon sounds like I'm doing cut and join. <laughs> but when I went to Abba, when I was small, my cousin's mm-hmm. friends were from Delta. I said my pigeon was sweet. Oh, hey, this big pigeon, like street gay. Now, Bele. my pigeon is so sweet. Oh my God. Like, I don't want to say what's pigeon because it will be like, pigeon you know, you said this is the UK <laughs> pigeon. I'm like, stop it. Check. Oh my pigeon bag. Uh-uh. And I've already said it. This American money. This American. This America. This post my Queen's English. Hey. I had Queen's English all the way from Nigeria. From I Nigeria. came here and they say, Where was you? <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> no, no, say where was you? Like I said, is this where I wrote tofu? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote tofu for you to be telling me where was you? That's tofu speaking. Oh, I wrote a whole tofu to come to America where people are speaking nonsense. I was always so shocked. Like, where was you? He was going. <laughs> Even me now, I'll be like, we was. Ah, I said, no, no. This is when I'm talking, I'm like, hey. If only my English chat could see me now, she would hmm. flog me. Say, hey, hey, it's the Sultan. I can never forgive these Americans with the Sultan accents. I'm so happy that I've not really like had to spend time with someone that is southern southern because that yeehaw um, <laughs> accent is, is a twang. Is... Like, you you so cute like a June bug in July. I'm like, hey, hey, hey what's <laughs> going <laughs> on? You <laughs> see as crazy English as I said July. <laughs> July. July. Oh no. I said, oh yeah, I was born in July. You know, back in we country. I'm okay, like, we country. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the D is now we we. <laughs> Me and my family, Alabama, Arkansas, always okay. Alabama, Arkansas. I'm like, bro. You go ahead and over to the rodeo. See. 
offended by their English. They don't you speak fast. <laughs> <laughs> they don't speak it. English is the most correct it will ever be. And like I would say, uh, like if you speak confidently, and I would say this Nigerian accent is very hard to place. Yeah. Especially like Nigerian is like Nigerian Northern accent is like if Northerner that knows how to speak good English sounds very eloquent. Mm-hmm. Like all places, Nigerian accent is very hard to. That's when I watch movies, it's very annoying to me because every time I've been with my friends and we speak, the questions we always get is, "Where are you from?" Yeah. They don't think we're African. They don't think we are Korean and Caribbean. They, they just that actually legitimately confused. It's, like, it's either it's New Zealand <laughs> or it's Australia. Yeah, because it's UK. Or it's UK. There's a lot of UK. This, this is UK. <laughs> I say, hey, you don't know Queen's English because this is not it. <laughs> it's a lot of UK, but I've also had New Zealand and Australia. No, like, uh, even me sometimes, like, it's so funny because I'm talking to my friends and I'm like jokingly speaking like, oh yeah, with this like hit factor, mm-hmm. this is not hit. And then I'm speaking... speaking English. I said, Jesus. <laughs> We're speaking I was English. speaking to a Caribbean girl. Mm. So she was speaking in her I was speaking about, but we were deciding each other and then my boss comes out and she says, are you guys even speaking English? And I'm like, yeah. I think what I said that is actually going to trip you when you come here is Caribbean, Caribbean, a Caribbean speak for the first time. Mm-hmm. Not, not a Caribbean that has been here for a while. Caribbean straight. Straight, yeah. From, because when I went to Barbados, because me, I went to college with like Caribbeans and mm-hmm. I heard them speak. Mm-hmm. So like I got used to like it sounds very eloquent to me. Yeah. But when I went to Barbados and me and my friends there, like all of us, we have we have schooled with Caribbeans from Bahamas to Jamaica or like mm-hmm. Saint Kito, Saint Lucia. We understand what they are saying. Mm-hmm. But someone else that came with us, like my boyfriend, like him, he went to his school, didn't really have much mm-hmm. Caribbean. He was like, you know what they are saying. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're speaking English. He's like, ah, it's too fast for me. I'm like, that's actually how they sound mm-hmm. but it's just like also like they speak very fast we speak very fast but it takes a while but once you have the ear for it you know what they're saying mm-hmm. and like they, are, they also speak very good english like i don't know it's where you think that people are speaking nonsense that, that people are speaking yeah. well well thank you guys for listening make sure you tune in for the part two of the fave episode and i will see you next time bye